Welcome to All In Gold, the podcast that coaches you to go all in on your business goals and dreams. If you're determined to push past comfort zones, take up space, and challenge the mindsets holding you back, this show is for you. I'm your host, Linda Drozdowicz, and I'm so excited for you to join me on this journey to business gold. Let's go all in. Welcome, Shana. You and I have already been talking all morning, so we're just continuing our conversation. I'm so excited. Which is fantastic. You and I always have so much to talk about. Yes. And today we are going to be talking about you and your business, Mm -hmm. the branding boutique. And I am one of your clients, so it is a fantastic opportunity for me to talk about your business and give the listeners a behind-the-scenes glimpse at what you do and how you help women in business to succeed and grow Mm -hmm. and become the woman that they're meant to become. Absolutely, you got it. (laughs) Which is what you have been doing so well with me. So I'm very excited to have you here. I'm so excited to be here, and I just really want to congratulate you on this new initiative that you're doing. It's so exciting, and um, today is going to be a blast. It is. Yes. I'll preface that by saying I wouldn't be doing this unless I hadn't had you to say, Linda, I see something bigger in you. You can do more. You can achieve what you want to achieve. Mm -hmm. And so part of doing this podcast for me is pushing myself, expanding, growing. Yes. And it's, it's, uh, you're amazing. Thank and you. the world to know. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go all in. Yes. Yes. So I want to start by talking, uh, having you tell us a little bit about your business mm-hmm. and what you do. So I am a image consultant, a branding expert, and the CEO of the Branding Boutique, as you mentioned. And we really focus on helping female business owners find their voice, their public persona, and really solidify their image. Tell me a bit more about how you serve your clients. Who who is your client and who's coming to you? Absolutely. So we have two clients that we serve. So we have somebody who has never gone into business before. They have an idea. They have a concept. They have a thought about, hey, I want to start a business. And most times that starts because we want to generate some extra income, right? So today we're going to have a real honest conversation. And, um, you know, it's, hey, I need to make some extra money. And business is a way that I can do that. So they come to us with that idea. The other um, client that we serve is somebody who has gotten their feet wet before and some things just aren't working. Hey, I could make some like sales here and there, but it's not consistent um, or it's sporadic or I'm afraid to go out a little bit bigger. In that same vein, we have women who have done this. They're pretty seasoned, but they built so fast and scaled so fast that they never really took time to focus on like the image that they were putting out there. So um, we can serve you at whatever level of business that you're at, but our real focus is to be all-inclusive because... You know, a lot of the struggles out there when you're starting your business is that you have to piecemeal it. You're kind of like over here with the designer, over here with the writer. Oh, I have to do a shoot. I have to do this. And you don't really know all the pieces that you need. And so we want to make that really simple for people and do it all in-house. And I know that something that you are particularly passionate about is the difference between being a business owner and being the CEO of your company. Absolutely. 
Tell us a bit about that. So as a business owner, I think that it's a step up from just being an entrepreneur. Like an entrepreneur is one of those like fancy buzzwords that we use, but what does that really actually mean? I think the CEO mindset is really based off of becoming a decision maker. It's when you are starting to see yourself stepping outside your business. When you're a business owner, you're still very much in the day-to-day of what happens in your business. Um, You're still trading those dollars for hours. Whereas as a CEO, I now look at it like if I'm in Miami with my family, can my business still run without me being fully in it? And that was one of the biggest transitions for myself personally that I've had to make is planning everything from that standpoint of I don't always want to be in it. So what roles do I want to play and how do I play them? And then how do I bring in other people to help me support me in those other areas so that it can run without me? And you are the, as the CEO of your company, you're the visionary, you're the creative director, And you are finding people to work with you that will help you integrate all your ideas. Absolutely. Yeah. So it's really like I kind of sometimes call myself a talent scout. I'm really good at kind of being able to see what I want. So I have a vision in my head and I know what that looks like down to, hey, we don't just do business. Like if something's happening in your life, I want to know. If you aren't open enough, like you're, you don't have the DNA of our brand. Because, you know, something might happen while you're designing for a client and she might burst into tears and I need to know that you could be a real woman in that moment and not just be like an ice queen. So, like, <laughs> you know, it's really important to make sure that your team also has the DNA of your brand as well. Somebody could be really, really talented, but not operate the way that you do. And um, I need to make sure that my clients are well taken care of because we're we're like girlfriends doing business. Right. And I always want that feeling to be maintained through the process. And I know from my point of view, one of the things that was so beneficial for me when I hired you to do my branding was that I started to invest in myself. It was an eye-opener for me that all of a sudden... I took myself seriously. I took my business seriously. I suddenly saw myself as the CEO of my company and not just as you say, you know, I'm doing this to make some money and, and, you know, I kind of am a, have a business. I would never have called myself a businesswoman. Um, And it started to take off in how I saw myself and how I showed up. Absolutely. And you and I were laughing this morning because... One of my memories of you and I was going shopping and for my photo shoot, and I was kicking and screaming. I did not want to even, you know, be on that shopping trip. And you made it so much fun, mm-hmm. but you helped me see myself as the CEO yes. and helped me challenge myself to say, we're not shopping for the old Linda. No. We're choosing for the new Linda, the, yeah. the Linda who's running her own company. Yeah. And that changed my mindset and perception so much. So brilliant. It was so helpful. I loved it. I want to know, and I'm sure my listeners want to know as well, what was your first business? Oh my goodness. Okay. Let's talk about it. (laughs) So at the age of 24, I started my first business called Electric Lady Coaching. And um, that name came out of a song by Janelle Monae. So I had done a session with um, a young lady. And after the session, she was like, you really remind me of this song. Like, you embody everything in this song. And I went, I listened to it, and I was like, 
Uh, yeah. So that's what's born Electric Lady Coaching. And um, I didn't know like what I was doing. You know, I had just finished going through my coach training, but they didn't really teach you the business of coaching. So I was talented naturally in, you know, pulling threads and all of that kind of stuff. But I was still in a box as far as what I thought was expected of me as a coach. And um, it was really as the years go on that and you get to know more of yourself and you get to like deepen in more of who you are that I really define my own style of coaching. And it was great because I distinctly remember a point where one of my clients was like, stop saying that you're not that you're stepping outside of coaching, like you are coaching, just do what comes naturally. And when I gave myself permission to do that, it just opened up the next business, which was called Rebrand You. And that's where, you know, I put together my first signature coaching program. And it was birthed from me having to rebrand myself. And I just took people through the steps that I did. And I was coaching women that were about 20 years my senior. And it was really interesting to see the regrets that they had as far as like never going for it. And here I was, you know, much younger than them and saying like, go all in, Mm -hmm. you know, go for it. And not realizing even at that point in time that this was all about confidence building. Like I never set out with that intention. I just wanted them to see themselves differently. But it definitely came to the point where they kept coming out of sessions like I'm so much more confident. I have so much more clarity. And then that just kind of spitballed from there. I would say I had such a similar experience in that when I started my business a couple of years ago, it was focused on writing and editing. And I very quickly became quite enthralled with all the women in business that I was meeting and all of the challenges that they were coming up against. Right. And for any woman who is in business, we come up against our own shit. Like it just comes. Yeah. It's like, oh, there's all my blocks yeah. suddenly in front of me. And I didn't even realize they were holding me back, yeah. which is where I did my pivot which was to go from writing Mm -hmm. into coaching, into exactly what you were talking about, seeing women, knowing what they want, Mm -hmm. they're holding themselves back, and they don't have the confidence to go all in. And I really see that there's such a need for coaching in that area Mm -hmm. and for people to develop that, that mindset of, of believing in themselves and believing in their purpose and their possibilities this is so much fun. I love I, I, it. Is. It's so much fun. Yeah. Um, so I wanted to ask you, you, you take your clients and they're unsure of what they want and yeah. you're, you're helping them brand themselves. And I wanted to know how your, your business is different from other branding companies. Sure. What, what makes the branding boutique special? The first thing is that, you know, I think a lot of times one of the big distinctions is that most times somebody will hire a designer and, um, or, you know, a content writer, whatever. But the business owner is the one who is leading the ship. How can you steer the ship when you don't know where you're going? Yeah. So, you know, in the boutique, the first thing that I do is I like to vision map with our clients. Tell me everything you've ever thought of for your business. I want to know it all. And there might be some things that we need to table for right now. But in the midst of that, we're going to find out, like, where your head's at. How are you seeing yourself? 
And then what naturally happens in my head is I start going, think bigger, think bigger, think bigger, and I blow it up. And then I go, okay, let's start bringing in the team. And let's start really putting some content to this. Let's start putting some strategy to this. Let's start putting, you know, a visual to it. Um, and one of the big things that we recognize, even in my own experience, I've spent over six years and over six figures figuring it out. And one of the things that nobody ever did with me was sat down and did strategy. They right. never got to know me. They only asked me what I wanted. And they never sat down and strategized and said, if we're going to put money into branding, what is our plan for an ROI? Right. Uh, the other thing is that a lot of times people want to get to the sexy stuff. They want to get to the marketing. Guilty. Guess what? Guilty. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right? And I'm like, no, be patient. Stop being so quick. This is a birthing process. You are truly embodying what you believe in, who you are, and you're putting that out to the world and you have one shot to make a great first impression. Why would we rush that? I have been, <laughs> I've been guilty of that. But, but it's because when we start a business, we just don't know. So we see, oh, you need this, you need that, you need whatever. So we go out there and we start hiring people and we don't use our money properly. We don't use our time properly. But also, we need a little bit of guidance when we first start. So that's one of the things that we do with our clients who are in idea mode. We go, we need data. Let's start. Let's be really simplistic. Stop trying to do all the things. Let's do one thing. Let's learn from that one thing. And then let's see where that takes us and we can come back and expand it after you have some data. But in the beginning, why? Why would you go out and try and build all these things and you don't know if they even work? And I, speaking from my <laughs> past experience, some of us, pointing fingers at myself. Myself included. We don't even know what we're selling. No. <laughs> Yeah. We don't even know. We have a vague sense that we're selling some sort of service, yeah. but we don't even know what that offer is. Right. And that is a hard process. Yes. And I know for myself that that was something that you were very good at helping me come to terms with is, I don't know how many times you must have said <laughs> to me, we need to clarify the offer. Yes. And I kept thinking, but I've clarified it. I'm selling something here. Right. And it was it was a hard process, but yeah. it was so necessary. And once we got to the other side of that, boom, 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 everything yes. started to fall into place yeah. very, very quickly and very easily. But yeah. that struggle was... was it was a, real. It was real. <laughs> <laughs> the struggle was, was real. Yeah. That's a bit of my struggle, but... Tell me a time about when when you were struggling in, in your business. Oh, my goodness. I think that, um, so two years ago when I first, I still didn't rebrand you. The boutique, I remember it in my brand shoot August 2nd, and my birthday's August 1st, so I remember, like, you know, I was sitting down, and I really had this vision, and at that time, I had just positioned myself as a stylist. So here I was like looking at all these other stylists online. So I had now made the shift from life coaching, but I was going to use my coaching in the mirror and I was going to go back to like, you know, my retail Shana and I was going to, you know, style women. And it was actually my late mentor who was the one who was like, you're oh, like, you always look well put together, blah, blah, blah. Can you style me? And I was like, I don't do that. And he's like, yes, you do. Like I'm turning 40. I kind of want a new image. Can you help me out? So I was like, send me some inspo. I put together 10 looks for him. 
And I said, if this isn't in your closet, throw it out and go shop for what I sent you. And he did that. And like, you know, he was like a six foot, you know, chocolate, really nice looking man. And um, I was like, tighten it up. Like you're in front of like women all day long. Give us something to look at. (laughs) And um, so he did that. And, you know, people automatically started taking notice. And then for his birthday, I gifted him with a new logo because I was like, your logo looks so inferior to the knowledge that you bring to the table. And we need to clean this up. And we started that process. Unfortunately, he passed away before we got to finish the process. Oh, I'm sorry. Thank you. But it was one of those moments where you really got to see how you could transform something. And I think it's something that as business owners, we struggle with a lot. We're good on the technical side of what we do, but when it comes on to communicating that to others and actually portraying that like in a digital space or even in person, there's a disconnect a lot of times. And so that's what the boutique wants to help you with, is bringing that all into alignment. I care what you look like when you go out networking, because if somebody takes a picture of you and you want to put that in your feed and it's not in your brand color, it doesn't get to go on. Right. And I will attest to that. You have extreme (laughs) (laughs) attention to detail, which is fantastic. I really, really like that. Tell me about something you're struggling with right now. Oh, God. New struggles. New struggles. (laughs) Now, the struggles are really um, as you have a team, right? So two years ago when I had my first team, um, like in full transparency, I was a terrible leader. I didn't know how to lead. I didn't know how to motivate. I didn't know how to um, inspire. I was really good at selling the dream. But as far as, you know, having expectations, you know, setting a standard and even holding myself up to that standard, like the team was so talented and I dropped the ball a lot. And I think that as you evolve and as you grow and as you mature, you start realizing where you need to take ownership for, you know, like, I can't blame them for what I allowed and I can't blame them for what I wasn't capable of doing. So now coming in with this new team, one thing I've been able to do is really prospect, not necessarily for talent, but really for relationship. You know, like, do you have those same values that I do? Do you have that same focus? Do you care? Do you see yourself being part of the boutique for the next 10 years? Does this help grow your business? Because our team is made up of you know, other service providers who all run their own businesses. And I want to be able to champion each and every one of them. Is there integrity in your word? Like we have, you know, about seven core values that we believe in communication. Like if you don't communicate, we're not being a team. So like I can't have a missing link. So I think just getting really clear on myself and what was important to me and what were my non-negotiables. And then realizing sometimes as a CEO, you have to make hard decisions and have hard conversations. And we referenced, you know, talking about the four animals and I'm a flamingo and that means that I'm really emotional, I'm highly interactive, but when things are hard, that translates into emotion. And, um, you know, I've had to really continue to work on how to stay level-headed when things don't go right or when somebody disappoints you or when you face a challenge because um, that's that's definitely still one of the biggest challenges. You know, you see things going away, it happens, and then you get afraid. Will people, if you push too hard, will people leave? If you're not hard enough, then I'm suffering because I am taking on more of the workload than I need to. So it's finding this balance of respect 
and also communication is like I can't stress it enough. Um, yeah. And I I know you were talking you were referencing the animal yes. characteristics gorilla flamingo turtle and chameleon. chameleon. Yeah. And I know for myself as I grow into my role in my business as being a leader, yes. I have to challenge my tendencies, which you tease me about all the time, <laughs> about being a turtle, yeah. which means I take time yes. to think things over, sometimes yes. a little too much time, and I am also tend towards being cautious. Yes. And so this next phase of my business, I am challenging myself to be more decisive to trust my decisions like yes. that is such a key part of yeah. confidence is trusting your decisions and yeah. putting weight behind it yeah there's um there's something that my partner says to me all the time which is you have to live in by and die by the sword which is okay if i made this choice and it works out great if i make this choice and it fails learn from it move on like no decision is a bad decision and i think that for both of us in our entrepreneurial journeys like there's been things that we did and we were like, why did I do that? Why did I invest here? Why did I work with this person? Why did I trust this person? Why did, oh, I was an idiot. Why did I dress like that? Why like <laughs> all of these things that we can second guess, but all of those things led us to this point. So, you know, that wisdom that we come with is from those hiccups and from those bad decisions. So no decision is a bad decision, but it's keeping yourself in check you know, as far as what am I going to do next? And when you really look at successful people, they they struggle with their emotions too. But the big thing is that they don't dwell on them. And that's, you know, something that we have to focus on is, okay, this happened, what are we doing next? Okay, what did I need to learn here? Like debrief, get into a habit of debriefing the situation, making a choice, moving forward. Like just keep it moving. Absolutely. I love the the idea of the the future focus, keeping moving, learning from mistakes. That's mm -hmm. something that I'm challenging myself in more and more, just be willing to fail, yes. willing to make mistakes yeah. and, you know, not beat myself up over it. Just yeah. keep going, keep learning, keep challenging myself. Yeah. That's where the gold is, is in, in, in that, that process. In that process. And a big part of it too, like is having, like, does your team help you in that? So there's nothing that I haven't faced that I could go to my team with and that somebody doesn't have something to bring to the table. You know, it's one of my favorite things to say, what do you bring to the table? And anybody who's going to join your team needs to make your life easier, not harder. So, you know, when there's a situation, I can easily know who I go to based off of their animal, based off of their personality. If I need that gorilla conversation, I know who I'm going to. If I need to be coddled a little bit, I know who I go to. If I need the hard facts, I go to the analytical turtle. Like, it helps me to be able to understand who to talk to in what situation and how to navigate those situations and also learn from their experiences too. They all run their own businesses. They've all come against different challenges. And so being able to like use that collective experience and wisdom makes us so much stronger for where we're going. 
And that's one of the reasons why I wanted to start this podcast was because I do believe so strongly that we are stronger together and that these conversations between women in business are so critical. Mm -hmm. We need to feel that there are other people out there who are having similar experiences. It's not just us. You know, we're not the only one stuck at home in our pajamas going, I don't know what to do next. I'm overwhelmed. I'm confused. I I don't trust myself. Is this a good idea? Is this not a good idea? Mm-hmm. Who do I talk to? Yeah. It's it's so critical. And just, I think we, we need that, right? We need to see ourselves in situations. We need to see that, oh, everybody else put out a lot of money and like didn't get what they wanted. Or I'm not the only person who's struggling with the designer. Or I'm not the only one who's lost on how to articulate this. Or, you know, I don't have money. How do I do this without funding? You know, there's there's so many resources out there, but I think that a lot of times when we can champion each other, and I think this is one of the biggest things that I wanted in the boutique, is like, we are gonna do some hard work, and I'm gonna challenge you, but I'm also gonna be your biggest champion, and I'm never gonna let you forget what the vision is. The minute you share it with me, it's planted, and we're gonna grow this together. So, you know, a big part of it is having people that also believe, because a lot of times when you're doing something, your family and friends might say that they support you, but in the back of their mind, they're like, well, we'll see mm-hmm. until it becomes something. Right. And so in that meantime, you have to really be very strong in your belief and your vision. And a lot of people confuse their vision with like clarity. That's not what it is. The vision is just where am I going? So I, I, I'll never forget when we were starting to work on this version of the boutique about a year ago that I was like, I want to be like the go-to in the world, globally. If you are a woman who is starting a business, you need to come talk to Shana Robinson, period. Absolutely. That's the vision. How the heck we make that happen? I don't have all the answers right now. But you start with that vision in mind. You know, you start with dominating your space. Then you start with expansion. You let yourself speak and, and having that excellence. You know, and we've talked about this before. I don't do everything right. I don't. But things that I'm always willing to do is be honest and be transparent. Hey, I think I did this wrong. Hey, I think we should do it this way. Maybe we'll work better this way. I'm not willing to sit here and let my ego get in the way of, you know, somebody else's blessing. If we need to change it up a little bit, we change it up a little bit. And every time that you're doing that, you make it better. And that goes with like my motto, which is, um, you know, you have to be tenacious. You have to tweak and you have to give it time. You know, that tenacity is, this is the only option. I'm not going back, I'm only going forward. Whatever comes at me, can try it, because I'm gonna succeed. The other thing is I'm always willing to give it time. I don't care how long it takes, I'm going to be that woman that I see in my head, and every single day I'm waking up to become more and more of her. And the other thing is being willing to tweak along the way. Just because you're so set on how you think it's supposed to happen, doors open and close for you all the time, in your benefit. So be flexible enough to go for that. Oh, see, I knew you'd be a good guest. <laughs> now I'm thinking, oh my gosh, I got to go back and listen to this because this, all these things are just gold nuggets of, of wisdom. One of the things that I know that you are passionate about as well is uh, helping women of color yes. and black women yeah. be, uh, as you said, seen yeah in in business absolutely i think that there is um, all women struggle with being seen that's the premise but then when i look at you know the black community or you know women of color 
a lot of times what I see is that there's a lot of brands that are very inferior or we try and cut corners. And I know I'm going to piss some people off with what I'm saying, and that's okay because it's my opinion. But the reality is that, you know, whatever level of finance you have to put into what you're doing, do it to the best of your ability. So even when I didn't have the money to do it, I still was like, I have that very polished image in my head. I'm not willing to cut the corners. I'm not willing to make it look, you know, kind of soft. I'm not, you know what I mean? Um, And I think that there's, um, and we see this in our city even, where, you know, it's always the same women of color that are put up for things, that are highlighted. There's so much talent in this city. There's so much talent in the world. Like, why are we celebrating the first of things? You know, we just watched Miss Universe this week and, you know, everybody's tripping out because it's the first time that, like, Miss Teen USA, Miss USA, Miss Universe, and I can't remember the other one, sorry, that she is, you know, is for women of color. Nice. And we're like... This is a first, like, there's been so many firsts in 2019, and while we should celebrate that, it's also kind of, like, disturbing, right? Because we've been here. You know what I mean? Yeah. And even as women, we've been here. So, you know, we're competing with men, and then to be like, we're good enough, and then on top of it, you're a woman of color, or you're a minority of some kind, and you're, like, then competing again. Let's not even bring women of color in a sexual orientation into it. There's so many categories that we look at. And for me, I just think that this is why you have to be so bold. Like, I'm either going for this or I'm not going for it. And I've gotten to the point where I'm ready to say to somebody, like, you're not ready. Because you don't know what you're going to come up against. And luckily, I've never had to face some of those really hard challenges but you do get brought into a lot of conversations that you're like, why do I have to be the representative of this conversation too? I just, I love women. I believe in women. Um, a lot of times I talk about, you know, why I'm passionate about this, which is, you know, my mom came over from the Caribbean like 40 years ago and um, she was a teacher back home in Trinidad. And that's a like pretty good job to have. And she came here and she works in housekeeping. She helped my dad build, you know, his business and he didn't, necessarily turn around and reciprocate that for her and you know in my words I always say like she never became the woman she was supposed to and so for me you know I'm the baby I take it as my sister went the traditional route she's a nurse she does great she has a family I'm like a rebel with a cause I'm going to break these generational curses I'm going to come in and disrupt things Um, I love the fact that my nieces watch me work and I was on a meeting last night for an event that I'm speaking at this weekend and my niece is four years old and she's sitting there with her notebook and her pen and she goes, I just want to let you know I'm taking notes for you guys during your meeting and she knows what it is to work. Oh, that's so for me. She also knows what it is to uh, uh, style because she styled you this morning. Yeah, she told me (laughs) that what I put on this morning was not very good and then when I changed into this, she said that was much cooler. So she she definitely goes shopping with me and knows her stuff. But um, overall, I just want women to win. I want women to win, and we have to come and take everything that's ours and stop, like, stop believing that you're not good enough. Stop believing that you can't do it. I don't care what it is. You can make it happen. And oh, you need to okay. start being resourceful in doing it. Okay, that's just Ooh. the mic drop moment there. <laughs> I want women to win. Yeah. Oh, I love it. Yeah. I love it. It's our season. It is. It's our time. Yeah. I, I absolutely... Absolutely believe that it's it's our time. Yes. 
I want to ask you one more thing. Sure. So you're talking to that 24-year-old self oh, yeah. who her. was starting <laughs> her business mm -hmm. and she's, you know, she's hopeful and she's, you know, trying some things. What advice would you tell her now? First off, get around um, older, powerful women. I have some of the ladies that I work with in the room with us right now and I see so much in them. I believe so much in their artistry, in their craft, in their talent. You know, do I see things that they can improve on the business side? For sure, but that's where we all start. We're good at our craft, and then we go, we're making a business out of this, and then you have to figure it out. And one of the biggest moments that was impactful for me was that I got to meet some of their parents, like, last weekend, and the feedback that came from that, like, made me very emotional because they're just like, thank you. Thank you for like, you know, they've been with you for a week and they've learned so much. And for me, that's the biggest thing is that if I was around women who believed in me as much as I believe in them or any other woman that I come into contact with, where could I have been by now? And I think that, you know, if you give yourself a good 10 years to really, really get it, you'll be successful. That's it. You know, but if you start around people who don't have vision for you, they'll keep you where you're at. Right. When you're around people who are like, no, no, charge more. No, do this. No, handle the situation like that. No, um, so what do you really want? Like, stop thinking about what's going to make the client happy or what, but what do you want? What do you want to say with this message? That's when you really start developing who you are as a business owner and as a CEO of your company. So for me, yeah, that 24-year-old Shana, I would say um, I'm proud of you. You did a good job. You know, um, in the past six years, you've definitely grown a lot. But I would have said trust yourself more. Like, trust your intuition. And that was one of the best um, pieces of advice that I was given at the top of this year is lead your business with intuition. If your gut feeling says no, then it's a no. If it says yes, then go for it. Um, and I've really made decisions with that this year, and it's it's served me well. Trust your intuition. Yeah. Surround yourself with powerful women. Powerful women. Mm -hmm. And then I'm thinking of the principles that you guide uh, yourself in your business now. Be yeah. tenacious. Yeah. Be willing to tweak. Be willing to tweak. And give it time. And give it time. Yeah. So this version of the boutique was birthed in my bedroom with some other ladies a year ago yesterday. There you go. Happy and anniversary. Thank you. And um, it's kind of surreal to be at this point because at that point, I just wanted to style for brand shoots. And I was around other women who could see more for me. And I was like, no, 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 I don't want to do that because I was still dealing with the hurt of the first version of the boutique. Right. And it's like it happened overnight. And then my vision just started expanding. And then I started to own it. And then I was like, I don't even know how I found all these amazing women. But they walked into my life at the perfect time. We synced beautifully. Some people needed to not be on the team anymore and needed to phase out. Some people needed to come in and replace. But... Um, yeah, we're we're pretty dynamite at this point in time, and I can't wait to see where we're gonna we're gonna be very disruptive in 2020. <laughs> I can't wait to see what happens yes. in your business. Yes. And I thank you for seeing something bigger in me. 
Love you, girl. Love you too. <laughs> and I thank you so much for being my first guest yeah. because this was the best experience. And this was fantastic. It was so much fun. Yeah. We could keep talking forever, I'm we sure. Could. But yeah. but we will. Uh, we'll. I'll, I'll have you come back. Yes, and I would do love another that. episode, and we'll get to hear more about you disrupting. Oh yeah. <laughs> disrupting the world yes. so that women can win. That's it. Love it. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Linda Draws Dowitch's All in Gold podcast. If you're loving what you're learning in the podcast and want more coaching tools to help your business grow, go to allingold.ca to get your free productivity tool, Three Tasks and an Ask. I designed it to help you find the gold in your to-do list. Coaching will change your life, I promise you. Go to allingold.ca and let's go all in.